So in today's episode, I wanted to circle back on some things that we were going through maybe a month ago or so. And so I was talking about finding a breakthrough in an e-commerce business. And so now that if you want to backtrack, uh, I'm probably going to be turning this into some written content that'll be easier to go through. But if you wanted to backtrack, say like a month in episodes and kind of listen from that point forward, you'll get the idea here of all the stuff that I covered. But I'm going to give you what you need to know right now, the kind of abridged quick version. Um, because what I'm trying to help you figure out is that, you know, I believe that, you know, over the years I've developed a skill, whether it's a natural ability or something, uh, to be able to sort of look at a business and find out like, what is the big thing that's kind of holding this thing back? Um, maybe it's a sales issue, marketing issue, people issue, uh, product issue, something like that. And so being able to kind of pinpoint that and sift through all the sort of things happening uh, is what I'd like to be able to help you to do. I've helped our mastermind members with this and other people. And so I believe what you want to do to find out what's holding your business back is to follow kind of a checklist-like approach to diagnose why you're stuck. And so here are the five steps that I would run through. Step number one is to figure out like, you know, what is the big issue you're trying to solve for? Is it, and in business, is it your sales are not growing or they've declined? Or is it your profits or cash flow? Is it one of those things? Now you may have some other obvious issue that I think is kind of outside the scope of this, but in general, it's gonna be like your business is not performing how you want. Is it that you want your sales to be bigger? We always want our sales to be bigger. Uh, or is it you want your profits or cash flow? Like which is more important? What is the bigger problem you're trying to solve for? Because I think they require two different solutions. And so first, clarify what is the big problem in your business. And then second, I always recommend looking at where traffic and sales are flowing now. And so whether you want to increase sales or you want to increase profits, look at where traffic and sales are flowing now. And so if you've got a product that is getting, so say, 70% of your sales and traffic, then find out like where are people buying it right now? Because usually the biggest opportunity for improvement is to just improve that single place. Because you can go out there and launch a whole new sales funnel, a whole new product. It's all very uncertain. And so if you want easy and fast wins, start with what's already working and improve it. If it's already working, meaning it's already getting traffic and sales, then that's where if you can improve that by just a little bit, you can get outsized and immediate sort of performance gains. So third is you're likely going to either optimize for conversion rate or average order value. This would apply to an Amazon listing, a Shopify sales page, a web page, wherever that traffic and sales are flowing. Think about, are you uh, likely to get a bigger win from improving conversion rate or average order value? And you may know the answer to this, or you may want to start with doing both. Generally, what I'm going to recommend is that you probably start with average order value, because I believe that's a little more straightforward than sometimes improving conversion rate. Because say your average order value right now is like $50, uh, meaning the average person that comes to your site, how much stuff do they buy? Um, the average cart value. And so if you can get that from 50 to say $75, like that'll be huge for you financially. It doesn't require any more traffic, doesn't require any more sales, doesn't really likely require any split testing. You're literally just getting people to buy more stuff. And the process of getting people to buy more stuff is incredibly simple because most people don't do this stuff very well at all. It's you ask them to basically buy multiple at a time, and then you ask them to buy more of that product or a complimentary product. Then you ask them to buy more of a complimentary product, and you maybe even do it a third time. And maybe raise prices and add some fees, such as increasing your shipping costs. If you do those things, which most people are missing half of them, 
then you're gonna get an immediate boost in average order value and likely no negative effect in conversion rate. So it's free money. And so I almost always recommend starting with average order value, then seeing if you can improve conversion rate. So a way to improve conversion rate without having to do any split testing or anything, um, maybe not everyone would agree with this, but I've sold enough stuff online that if it was my business, this is what I would do, is that a way to improve conversion rate without having to do a bunch of split testing is just to add more social proof. More social proof, meaning more reviews for the product, more testimonials, variety of them. So if you only have text reviews, add some photo reviews, add some video reviews, because this stuff, it is likely to only benefit you. And it may, um, it may not make a big impact, which may mean that it makes no difference, but it's not going to hurt you. Adding more testimonials is not gonna cause people to buy less. You just don't know how much more it'll get people to buy. But I recommend starting there because it's kind of a free win. I'd also recommend adding a stronger guarantee. And so that's another way to improve conversion rate without waiting for split tests to come in. And so these are ways to bump up conversion rate. You'll likely see some wins here, uh, either adding more social proof or adding um, some sort of strong guarantee. And so those are ways to do that without having to wait for split testing and all that sort of stuff. Fourth, improve the front end product. So this is, I pushed this down to the bottom of the list because I've seen lots of people that they've got a lot of traffic and sales flowing in somewhere. They can get some easy wins, increase sales, increase cash flow, but in reality, the product may not be that good. So they can make some extra money while they're waiting for new products, but you may need a new quote unquote front end offer or a product to get people in the door. Um, I would recommend waiting to do that because you probably have free money sort of sitting out there doing these other things, but then you gotta look at some point, is this product actually attractive? Does it compare well to the other products in the market? Does it feel easy to sell? I've sold a lot of stuff that it feels like you should just be beating your head against the wall continually trying to market this thing, but in reality, your life is gonna be a lot simpler. If you try to dial in, you know, um, in the tech world, they would call it product market fit, like that thing that people really want to buy, which can take some trial and error. And sometimes you could just reposition the same product slightly and then all of a sudden unlock that. It should feel easy to sell a product. It should be like you put this thing in front of people, good price, good offer, good bonuses, good social proof, and people actually want to buy it. If nobody wants to buy this thing, you're probably selling the wrong product. I've been in this situation myself. It's tempting to just be like, we just need to blast this out to more people. But in all likelihood, you probably just need to rework the product itself or get a whole new product. Last step is to, and I put down operate like a professional athlete, because <laughs> as an entrepreneur, you need to be thinking like, are you doing a good job as an entrepreneur? Like I've talked about this before, uh, but making sure you have high energy, like are you actually motivated to build this business? Because if you're kind of half-assing it, which I see a lot of entrepreneurs do sometimes, because they've lost motivation, they've had issues, I totally get it but that's no way to run a business. Um, so at some point you need to look at yourself. Are you focused every single morning on the things that matter most? If you don't even know what those things are, are you learning and trying to get better and develop as an entrepreneur? If you did a bunch of that at the beginning, but you're not doing it now, it's time to get back to work because this is another big area for improvement. And so if you work through your business in this checklist format, I can almost guarantee you that you're going to be able to grow it incredibly fast, but you've got to kind of go through this step in order. So I recommend, if you want to, listen to this episode from the beginning, go through these steps to unlock massive growth in your business. If you want all these episodes for free, please subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcasting platform or to my YouTube channel, and I'll see you next time.